This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful with better data and insights. Those three illustrative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great clear value proposition. So as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T, dot com and start a free trial or book a demo love that dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients and businesses so your accountants get over to dex.com thank you it's time for the news where we cast our eye over what is happening in the accounting fintech world and not just report on it but give you some analysis and tell you practitioners what it means for you, what you need to do and think differently. Martin, you're always casting your eye over what's going on. What's caught your eye this week? Well, we're nothing if not balanced here at Accounting Influencers Podcast. We've noticed that our last few news items have been wake up, wake up, wake up style messaging, you know, which could be construed as negative or, or cynical or critical. So in an attempt to readjust that balance, we're going to talk some good news today. No bad news, some good news. We came across something in the International Accounting Bulletin which typically serves uh, networks, associations, and, and members therein. And there was a piece there by Steve Cox, Head of Market Insights. Good Iris friend Software. of the show. Yeah, very good friend of the show. And in fact, has one of the uh, highest rated uh, interview episodes that we've ever done. And he had a piece called How Firms Can Thrive in Today's Competitive Market. Now, for those cynical listeners out there who might be thinking what I'm thinking, oh, friend of the show, how much is he paying you to do this? So just to be clear, we've picked this up without his say-so. He does not know we're reporting on this. This is an independent piece. But we thought the article was interesting. So it's called How Thrives Can Th- Sorry, How Firms Can Thrive in Today's Competitive Market. And so basically, he makes the point that a new breed of accountancy practices are flourishing in post-pandemic conditions. Okay, now that's different to what you've been hearing from us previously, hasn't it? So balance again but they are making life hard for traditional firms. And over the last 12 months in the UK, almost 9,000 new practices emerged, each of which is vying for market share. So that's a UK figure. So imagine how many new firms have been formed in the US over the last 12 months, in Australia, in Central Europe, in the Middle East, and everywhere else where the Accounting Influencers podcast is listened to. So we're talking here, Martin, not about the incorporation of new businesses. We talked about the insolvency tsunami, haven't we, and how businesses Mm. have fallen by the wayside, but more and more are starting up and seeing opportunities. This is the start of accounting firms, entities, starting from scratch. Maybe the great resignation is taking people out of accounting firms. They're starting up themselves. They want to do it a different way. So the sector itself is growing. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the great resignation or the great reinvention. Yes. Because, you know, these firms are perhaps newly newly qualified. These firms are perhaps not at all qualified and perhaps are software certified professionals. Maybe they are professionals who have spun out 
of other merger and acquisition activity. Their non-compete has ended. They don't want to stay under a corporate brand. So they've gone back to being their own boss. But no matter which one it is, there's 9,000 of them here in the UK alone. Mm. So in Steve's article, he talks about competitive pressure. And he says, if competitive pressure is keeping you, dear listener, awake at night, he suggests there are three things you can do to improve your situation. His first one is a move towards a cloud-first offering. And he explains it this way. He says, this might actually be simpler than you think. Speak to your existing software partner, whether that's Sage or Zero or Iris or whoever, and see what they are offering that can help you modernize your services. The chances are your supplier will already have a strategy mapped out that can make your transition smooth and painless. So number one, guys, that Steve's suggesting, move towards a cloud-first offering. If you are already a cloud-first offering, then perhaps take a look at your prices. Because if your new clients are accepting your prices without too much haggling, they're not high enough. And Martin, just a quick word on that. Many accountants, progressive accountants listening, will be way ahead of that and say, look, we've been cloud for a long time now, but we still know that many, many practitioners, CPAs, they're still with spreadsheets. They're still in old-style paper-type recording. They've not hit the cloud yet, and there's a lot of laggards in the accounting world out there. This show at the time of recording has over 20,000 unique listeners, Robert. I'm going to guess, based on traditional percentages and ratios, mm. that less than 10% of them are already cloud-first. Yeah. So, so accounting firms are starting up. They're probably going to be the early adopters, the younger tech people that will start with a cloud offering right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, to use one of your phrases, first mover advantage. Yes. In fact. So Steve's second point of three was to achieve organic growth through automation. Now, this should be music to everybody's ears because most practitioners listening will be f- fully aware of organic growth as the way that they've built their firms to this point but through automation now. And Steve says that in the face of fierce competition, many accountants are working on sustainably long hours. Does that sound like you? To meet their clients' expectations on price and service levels. Sound familiar? This needn't be the case, he contends. With the right software solutions, many time-consuming tasks can be automated, freeing up your resources to develop higher value services with new business and strike a healthier work-life balance. Now, on this show, We've often advocated the selling, not sacking, the selling of your lowest profitability clients in order to free up capacity for something that raises your average fee and gross profitability. It's just commercial sense to do so. It's interesting that we've got independent verification for that in this article here. Which brings us to his third and final point. And this is one that you will not be surprised to hear. Broaden services and grow your client list via Inorganic growth. What's inorganic? In, yeah, inorganic. What's inorganic? I asked the same question. This is unfortunately, there are many practices out there struggling to stay afloat. However, even ailing practices will have plenty to offer. That sentence again, even ailing practices will have plenty to offer. Mergers and acquisitions can present mutually beneficial opportunities to extend service offerings, pool talent, and grow client lists. Now, I'm going to speak for Steve here and read between the lines. For me, he's saying that if you are not able to get your technology house in order, if you're not able to get your, um, let's call it sales or marketing house in order, if you're not able to get your pricing house in order, if you're not able to get your talent house in order, merge and become part of someone who can. 
as that increases the opportunities and the resources you've got to make those improvements. And the message here, Martin, as Steve alludes to at the end of his article, is uh, with things like making tax digital and other reformations looming, it's time to gird your loins, as the Bible would say, but review your systems, review your practices, review your software, and take stock. Are you set up now that that old phrase, what got you here, won't get you there? These new firms coming up are going to have first mover advantage. They're going to be starting digitally. They're already accelerating at a faster pace than established firms. So they need to review and get the house in order, as you say. Yeah, I think too many managing partners that I've met personally, when they get to 50, stop thinking about the practice and start thinking about their exit. Yes. And start protecting the pot of money that they've accumulated as opposed to reinvesting for the future. And that's up to them. That's their prerogative. It's their firm. But if they are planning at all, to have their next generation take over and it be some sort of uh, MBO and it'd be some sort of passing it down, passing the torch to the next gen, then to be frank, you're screwing the next gen by giving them a practice that is not fit for purpose. And so you th- your thoughts should be towards how do we make this firm attractive, not only to other firms that may buy it in the future, but to our clients. What do our clients want from us? Well, they're prepared to pay. What skill set do we need? These are the questions that an engaged partner will be asking themselves and their fellow partners right now. Make your firm attractive to your potential employees. Otherwise, they will go off. They'll start their own firm. They'll do their own thing and they'll take clients off you. And that's not what we want here. That is the news. Thank you for listening. Go do something about it and stay ahead of the curve. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett.